You're listening to Marriage Minute with Pastors Richard and Donna Spears, impacting marriages that leave a lasting legacy. Well, welcome everyone to the Marriage Minute with Pastors Richard and Donna Spears. So glad to have you again with us today. Uh, We've got another great program. I think so. Another great teaching. Yeah, feeling good about this one. Yeah, I'm uh, excited again to have my co-pilot with me again today. So uh, I love having Pastor Donna with me. I think we have a great time doing it together and sharing the highlights of my week is to be able to sit and do this with you. It is. We really love it. it. We love to be able to share with all of you just uh, lessons of our own life and what the Word of God says. Amen. And we believe that it's going to impact marriages uh, for generations to come. Your, your life and marriage, but also your children's children's marriage uh, and marriages and their children. So we're just so excited about all that. But um, thanks for joining us. Hey, if you would, please like and share the broadcast. Um, Get the word whether out. You're, wherever you're watching from, if it's from uh, YouTube or Facebook, uh, even from our website, or you can even watch us from the Revival Now app, share that with, with anybody and everybody uh, that you know um, who may be wanting to, you know, take their marriage to the next level, or maybe they're having some struggles and they need some help. So, hey, we just want to help people. That's our goal and uh, a part of our life and our ministry. And we're just Um, lifelong learners as far as it comes to marriage. You you can never learn enough about how to be a better spouse uh, to your spouse, to your husband or your wife. Um, it's, It's a journey that will never end until we are raptured and... Or we pass away. So exactly, and uh, we need reminding from time to time. You know? Always need. Well, you know, that's one thing about the Bible is like God brings us back to remembrance. Yeah. You know, and that's what He asks His people do to do in the Bible. So you true. Know, remember what I've done for you. Remember what I did when I brought you out of Egypt. Remember what I did when you were in the wilderness. Remember what I and and I think that you know we talk about remembrance in you know, igniting the fire for one, one another again mm-hmm. in marriages, you yeah. know, you have to remember, you know, the, and allow yourself to remember why you fell in love, mm-hmm. why, you know, you just couldn't wait to be together, why that you just, you know, yearn for one another, yeah. you know, and it's in those times of remembrance where those feelings can get ignited again. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a great, Amen. great point. And so, so, Hey, what are we talking about today? So four steps to loving your spouse with your whole heart. Four step cuz yeah. you know in 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 this marriage ministry that we do called Marriage Minute, I mean it's really about the heart. Mm-hmm. And so Oh, how many times have we said that? We've said that so many times. <laughs> so now we're going to talk about, Always the, about four, the heart. Mm-hmm. The four steps to loving your spouse with your whole heart. And that's important. And so how do we do that? Is well, the question. Yeah, and I think if we really are honest with ourselves, um, that's a challenge. You know, have have I ever asked myself, do I love Richard with my whole heart? And what does that and what does that mean? Right. You know, I think if we want to be um, haphazard about the answer, we'd say, well, yeah, of course I do. But if you really want to take some introspection and and allow Holy Spirit to bring uh, anything up to you, you know, I, I would say that I've not always loved you with my whole I would, heart. I would say the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. things get in the way. Things. We'll talk about that. Things cloud our judgment. Things cloud our heart. Um, things can get in our heart. Bitterness, you know, anger, what have you, offense. 
and it can cloud our heart and our and our view of our spouse uh, or other people for that matter. But we're talking about marriage and spouses right now. So busyness, uh, you know, you yeah. think so, you're you're doing good and. <clears throat> If you're going to love somebody, your spouse, most importantly, with your heart, the Lord first, we always say that the Lord first is your first love, but then our second love and most important love upon this earth is our spouse. And so if you're going to love your spouse with your whole heart, we've got to deal with our heart. Can you say amen? So the the Bible talks about that. Let's look at, um, we're going to look at a lot of scripture today to help really support um, what we're saying. Uh, But Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23 in the New Living Translation says this, Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. So very short scripture, one verse, but very powerful. Everything comes out of the center of your being, from your heart. Everything comes from that place. Uh, And I don't want to say another scripture to get ahead of ourselves because we're going to address that a little bit later. But this is the place at, at which we, we, we live and move uh, and, and have and breathe life out of us comes from this central place within us, which is our heart. Amen. Not necessarily our physical part, but it's our inner man. It's our inner being that we're actually referring to. Mm-hmm. And so it's from that place that all good things are going to come. So you have to understand if there's something not right in my heart, there's things are going to come out of me mm-hmm. that are either good or they're not good. Mm-hmm. Um, to keep it simple, so mm-hmm. this is this is really important. Everything comes out of here. Yeah. Everything comes out of the center of, uh, of who I am from right here. So if I don't have this right, what comes out of my mouth isn't going to be right. And like we were saying, you know, we we are going to share a lot of scripture in this episode because. We have always said that the answers to our marital marital issues mm-hmm. and problems True. and, and uh, promises and blessings are all held in the Word of God. And mm-hmm. so we really want to emphasize that it, that it is a hard issue, yeah. such as in Matthew 22, verses 35 to 37 says, yeah. what does it say? There it what is. What does it say? One of, <laughs> one of them, an expert in religious law, tried to trap him with this question. Already his heart's not well. Mm-hmm. Teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? Yeah. Jesus replied, this is in verse 37, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. Wow. They're, 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 all. They're, yeah, that's the key word. <laughs> yeah. All. So, you know, if, if your heart is divided for a number of reasons, um, and we'll get into this more, but if your heart is divided in any way, how can you love... God with your whole heart. You can't. Uh, How can you love your spouse with your whole heart if there is division within your heart? Mm -hmm. It's it's not possible. So we need the help uh, of of God and His Word and Holy Spirit to help us in that, to rid those things that are causing division. Absolutely. You know, the devil's the one that brings division into our into our hearts and our lives. You know, and we have to know that he's the one, he's the source for how that's happening. Even, even from another person, the devil is, can use people to come against us. And we have to understand who the real enemy is. It may not be that person. I, I like, and that had just a vision that just kind of popped <clears throat> into my head, a visual, I don't know that it was a vision, but a visual um, of, of two opposing uh, entities going to war, mm-hmm. right? So, so you have this guy here, he knows what his, he knows his enemy. Mm-hmm. He knows his adversary. 
and he knows and is determining the next move they're going to make and, and, and vice versa. Right. And so when we talk about the enemy, we, always, we often say he prowls around like a roaring lion looking yeah. for someone to devour. Right. And, and that's exactly, <clears throat> you have to be aware of your enemy, the enemy, I should say, mm-hmm. and what he's trying to do in your life. So don't, you know, put the blinders on when it comes to the devil. Mm-hmm. Know, know what he's up to. Know what the Bible says about him. Know how he can get at you and what your, your uh, trigger points are. Yep. Know where your weaknesses are. And, and allow the Lord to heal those places and to strengthen you. Amen. Um, and, and so that you can attack the enemy with boldness and courage and not fear and, right. and trembling. And you can attack the real enemy. Absolutely. Because you can look at the person and, and a person could be making, you know, Donna could make me mad. She could make me upset, whatever. But <clears throat> she could be influenced from the devil. Maybe she went to old places, old mm-hmm. behavior patterns mm-hmm. that she used to operate in. And uh, the devil triggered that for her, and so she responds into responds to me in a way that's from an old place, not the new place exactly. that she has been living in in Christ Jesus. And so um, <clears throat> you have to recognize that. So that's where discernment and wisdom comes into play. So as a spouse, husband or wife, you have to discern what the source really is, and you have to deal with the real enemy, which isn't your spouse. You have to maybe deal Amen. with the hurt Amen. that's actually happening within your spouse and help them through that and love them through that. That's, you know, that's, that so takes some work yeah. and it takes yeah. time, but it, it, can it takes maturity. Absolutely. But you've got to see things for what they really are. So let's jump in. We <clears> want to <throat> give you four steps to loving your spouse with your whole heart, right? Whole and not half and not some. Right. So the first thing, First things are first, right? I mean, this is huge. All of them are, are very important steps, but if you can't get this first one down, uh, you might as well not even go on to the next. It's really the foundation. It's the foundation. Yeah. So you have to have a free heart. And what does that mean? It means mm-hmm. forgiveness. You have to walk in a spirit of forgiveness towards your spouse and I'm just going to say in parentheses towards everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we were ta- we were listening to somebody one time and he goes, "I've pre-forgiven you know people." So, yeah. so yeah, the, are we a pre-forgiveness? It's not wor- no yeah. worries there. I've yeah. pre-forgiven you. So uh, that's kind of what you really are looking at because you know we've talked about unforgiveness and we may do like another episode of this because it's so important. Unforgiveness is poison, mm-hmm. and and it and it binds you together with the person that you're offended mm-hmm. with, and. It is the mother of all issues. You know, it it starts here and it ends here. And mm-hmm. and if you cannot grab a hold of even the person that has, a, in your mind, offended you the most in your life and you're having so much trouble uh, moving past it because, like I told you, it's, it's, you're, gonna, you're connected to that person until you can forgive that person. It's literally like you're, you're chained to each other. Yeah. You're and shackled. If, if you wake up every morning and you're still thinking about this person or your spouse, you've got forgiveness issues. Because mm-hmm. if you have forgiven them and the Lord has, has cleansed you from that and you are, you're walking in purity and holiness, you're not going to wake up every morning and just maul over what, what, what you've done to me you. or what yeah. I've done right. to you and how I might formulate a sentence or manipulate a conversation that might make them understand just how mad I am at them. Exactly. You know? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's just immaturity. Yeah. So um, Romans 8, I think I pulled it up. Okay. So the two things, you have to forgive yourself, which is, mm-hmm. and you have to forgive others. Forgiving yeah. yourself, I think, in, in 
I would say in my experience and maybe yours is one of the harder things yeah, to do. It is. <clears throat> you know, because you got to live with yourself and, and you have to deal with the thoughts that, that the enemy wants to throw up at you every day of what you did and what you didn't do and all of that. He, and so, he loves to bring up our past. I hate him. I do. I hate him. <laughs> so, so you, Not me. Not no, me. no, Not no. Me. I know Satan and I know his schemes and I know what he's up to. And yeah. so I tell him every day I hate you and I rebuke you. Yeah. So uh, not every day because he doesn't, you know, I'm, I yeah. walk in, yeah. in courage and boldness and I know who I am in Christ. Amen. Amen. That's a whole nother thing. Amen. So, so forgive, forgiving yourself. Romans 8, 1 to 4. Yeah, this is powerful. Says this. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, I could just stop there. There is no condemnation. Condemnation is from the enemy. Condemnation mm -hmm. makes you feel bad. Condemnation puts you in your chair or on your couch crying or frustrated. Yep. Conviction is from Holy Spirit. Conviction is from mm -hmm. the Lord. So there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to him, so there you have to say, mm -hmm. yes. I am a child of the one true king. I am mm -hmm. a child. Know who you are. Amen. Know who you are and whose you are. You are a child of the one true king. You belong to him. The power mm -hmm. of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. Right. I wonder if I want to read on to that. Should I read more? The law of Moses yeah. was unable to save us. So we have a new law, right? Mm -hmm. Jesus. Because of the weakness of our sinful nature. So God did what the law could not do. He sent his own son mm -hmm. in body like in a body like the bodies we sinners have. And in that body declared an end to sin's control over us by giving his son as a sacrifice for our sins. Yeah. He did this so that the judgment, the just requirement of the law would be fully satisfied for us. Mm -hmm. It is done. It is finished who no longer follow our sinful nature, but instead follow the Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. That's a, that's a good Hallelujah. message right there. Go back and read Romans 8, 1 to 4. Read it yeah. over and over and over and over. Because in here, you got to know who you are. Mm -hmm. You're not the devil's child or plaything anymore. You are a child of the one true king. Can I, can I add something yes. here? So here's, you know, if you think about this scripture, here's the thing that's going on. You know, from from the from the spiritual world, the devil wants to come and attack. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And so, the devil always wants condemnation. Is this the devil always wants it to be about you? So I grew up in a home of performance orientation. You know, you had to perform to be loved. If you know, you really weren't rewarded per se because you did you did good things or what have you. So. There was always this this performance requirement. So I always looked at God from a performance viewpoint. Like if I do things wrong, God hates me. He doesn't love me, whatever. Well, that's all condemnation, mm -hmm. right? That's mm -hmm. how the devil works. He always wants to make it about what you do or didn't do. That's just how he is. Mm -hmm. But uh, with what this scripture is that you just read, it's about Jesus. It's not about me. It's about what he did. Because For you. For us, absolutely, because he's the one that has given me the power to live above sin. He's the one that's done that. So Amen. the devil's always going to point back to look what you did. Think about your past, all these kinds of things. He's going to bring you to There's places no life of condemnation. There. Yeah, absolutely. No he wants you to think about these things because if you think about those things, you're you're not going to be happy. You're not going to have a joyful spirit. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and so um, that's why we are not condemned. For, there, for now, there is no condemnation, no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. So when you've accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you've turned from your sin, you've repented, you've, you've, you basically went 180 degrees from where your life was headed, and you're going the other direction. Amen. There's no condemnation for you any longer. The grace of God is over your life. The love Amen. of God is over you. You don't have to perform. It's not based on your works. It's based on what Christ did. Once and for all, he paid the sacrifice that we could not pay for ourselves. Amen. So 1 John 1, 9, I <clears throat> uh, told you we we're going to give you a lot of scripture. Yeah. But if we confess our sins to him, he mm -hmm. is faithful and just to forgive us our sin, sins and cleanse us from all un unrighteousness. Well, this says wickedness. NLT says wickedness. Yeah. So if you are struggling with, am I forgiven? I would say, read this scripture. Have you given your life to the Lord? And have you repented and confessed and turned from your old life? If you say yes, this is what it says. If we confess our sin to him, he is faithful to forgive us and cleanse us. Mm -hmm. So there's no reason to be walking around with your head held low, hanging down, mm -hmm. and, and, and not forgiving yourself and lamenting over the things that you've done in your life. It is wiped clean. If you are a child of the one true king and you've asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, this applies to you. Mm -hmm. It is for you. He didn't put these things in his word just so we could frivolously read through them and, and not apply it to our life. Right. And unlock it. the forgiveness for yourself in your life and mm -hmm. you, will, you will actually truly feel the freedom yeah. from that. You will have a free heart there. A lot of people don't realize that forgiving yourself is one of the most it's important huge. things you can do. It's huge. I didn't realize that early on in my walk with the Lord. And so forgiving yourself is absolutely <laughs> key and essential. It is. Yeah. It is. You want yep. to jump into the next one? I'll look up Matthew. Uh, forgive others. is The help for your heart is forgiving other people. Obviously, <clears throat> our spouse um, is, is one, but there could be other people. Um, you know, there's a story in the Bible that I think... Donna's going to look up, uh, and I, I'll just I'll just talk through it a little bit, if I, sure. and then you can focus on the scripture. Yeah. <clears throat> but it was basically a, the the parable of the merciful servant in in Matthew chapter eighteen, and so there was a there was a guy um, who owed the king his master a debt of we'll just say a, a modern day number of ten million dollars. So he was forgiven his debt, freed from that debt, and then he went out and left. And then there was a man that owed him uh, a debt, but it was not even near. It was like a thousand dollars, but he wouldn't <laughs> forgive him his debt of a, of a thousand, even though the master had forgiven him ten million dollars. Yeah. So just amazing. So this guy's heart attitude was completely mm -hmm. wrong, mm -hmm. right? And so then all the people that witnessed what was taking place told the told the master, told the king, "Hey, this is what this guy did. You forgave him, but he's not willing to forgive this other guy just a thousand dollars of debt." And so. Um, <clears throat> This is what happens. So Donna's going to read the scriptures. So this is what happens: is the king, which is the you know re really representing God, Jesus, is is not happy that we're not willing to forgive our brothers mm -hmm. from our hearts. So would you read that, sweetie? It says, verse thirty-five, Matthew eighteen thirty-five says, "That's what my heavenly Father will do to you if you refuse to forgive your brothers and sisters from your heart." Yeah. So. So what is he saying? He's saying torment. Right. Oh, yeah. It's total torment. And I, I personally have experience with it because mm -hmm. uh, Richard and I had gone through um, a few things in our marriage early on, a little yeah. rocky. Uh, <laughs> a little rocky. And I, I found myself in total judgment of him. I, I was judge and jury. Um, 
Yeah. I was holding myself in pride above his actions, not even considering, uh, like this this parable said, not even mm -hmm. considering my actions mm -hmm. and <laughs> and my aside outside of what happened in our marriage, as, you know what I how I lived and what I was doing. Right. And and where does it say that he'll send the tormentors? Is that uh, I can't remember. Let's see. Um, I think I'll look for you. It's scriptural um, because it happened to me because I was in total unforgiveness towards my husband. And what happened is God sent the tormentors, mm -hmm. which is, is so in scripture. So can I read that? Mm -hmm. So, so you know, based upon what I just kind of summarized for you in the story, it says, shouldn't you have mercy on your fellow servant? This is the king talking to the man that wouldn't forgive his fellow man. Just as I had mercy on you, then verse 34, this is what you're referring to in Matthew chapter 18. It says, then the angry king sent the man to prison to be tortured until he paid his entire debt. And that's truly, I, I speak to you in full honesty and, <clears throat> and openness. That is what happened to me. Uh, I was then uh, attacked by tormentors. Yep. Um, and, and and I we were new into our our faith journey. Yeah. And um, man, I, I if you want to know and hear, I've shared it. You know, one on one with people. I don't want to share it here. What happened to me? Um, and and the life, the day to day, and the second to second torment, literally torment, um, visions, physical stuff. It it was just you name it. Yeah. And, and it so was so much so that you couldn't even eat. I couldn't eat. Couldn't, couldn't drink. Couldn't I, sleep, I like lost. Couldn't sleep. At I night. went from a size ten to maybe a four in a matter of weeks because yeah. I couldn't sleep, couldn't couldn't eat, couldn't drink. They put me on uh, some kind some of, kind of like, dumb medicine to help me sleep that only had the adverse effect. Yeah. Like God's like, no, you know, you're not getting sleep until you understand. You know, I'm the only judge. I'm the one who judges. And let's take a look at at you, Donna. And mm -hmm. and I was like. I remember I was in the the, yeah. the laundry room, um, a rolled house, and <laughs> Richard come home from work one day, and I'm sitting there sobbing on the floor with the dryer door open. I mean, and I all can the, laugh. I can laugh. I know, at this right? Now. We I mean, can't. At and, the time, and he's no. like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "I have to forgive you," <laughs> you know. And and uh, and it was something that I wanted to do because I didn't want to go through what I was going through. The Lord taught me a good lesson and and I will never go back there. I will never go back to that place. And so if you and I ever have a an issue uh out there in uh you know Facebook world or whatever, I will always forgive you because I'm never mm -hmm. ever going back there. It was torture, it was torment, it was hell. Yeah. And and uh I don't want to do that again. Because it's like, you know, it's 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 mental, it's emotional and it's physical Absolutely. torment. Absolutely. That's what you All were experiencing. Of All of it. All of it. All of it. So she knows firsthand what that feels like. When when that scripture that we talked about 18 uh, verse 34, where he's going to release the tormentors on you because you won't forgive your brother from your heart. Yep. She knows firsthand what that felt like and so, experienced. So, so once it's I, real. Once I uh, made the determination <clears throat> to forgive Richard and really a lot of myself and a lot of people um, in my life because I was prideful about everything, mm -hmm. um, how, do, how do, does it stop automatically? Well, not exactly. Um, but it did it did get better very quickly, yeah. um, because what I also know is that if if it, the Bible says 
I think in Luke 6, bless those who persecute you. Yeah. Uh, bless those who curse you. Yeah. And at the time, I felt like that was my husband or that was whoever. Yeah. And and so I just started blessing. I just started pr- pr- praying blessing over Richard, over whoever. And, and, you know, you come to find that, you know, you if, if you have not forgiven that person, it, you're going to find it hard to bless them. Mm-hmm. But I blessed them. I'm telling you what, I prayed blessing. I would out loud yeah. all the time, blah, blah. It was just all the time. And, and what you come to find is you're not going to, you're not going to be able to hate a person that you bless uh-huh. because God does something in your heart. Mm-hmm. He softens your heart. And he does something to allow you to see yourself and how you are, but also he he hears your prayers and he blesses that person and and he kind of pats you on the back, you know, a little bit for mm-hmm. him. He's like, "Good yeah. job, good job." Now let's do this again tomorrow when you get up. Let's do this again. And I'm like, "Okay." Yeah. And and so as the Lord saw that my heart was softening towards myself and towards Richard and other people, um, man, he just really mm-hmm. kind of brought things around and and you know released the tormentors. He mm-hmm. released them over my life. And, you know, Satan wanted to use that for a long time against me and and wanted to take me back there. He wanted to use something. You know, God sent the tormentors and the Bible says he he gives his children good gifts. And I see that now as a good gift because and I can talk about that now as being a good gift because it it helped shape who I am now and how I see things through the eyes of the Lord. And so um, things around if you want to hear more about that marriage minute. Uh, at RevivalNow.com, you you can um, email yeah. me and, and yeah. we'll connect. If you're going through that, we'll connect and I will help Certainly you walk help. that out because I don't wish that upon anybody. I don't wish that upon the person that has hurt me most deeply. And I don't wish that upon anybody yeah. because that is just, it's horrific. Because it's matters of the heart, like we talked about, right? Amen, I think by, amen. B- so, by blessing, basically you oh, were proving to God. I was proving to him, like, that yes. That you were, you were forgiving, yes, right? It's yes. proof. And so this this scripture isn't just a, you know, just something that you read over, you, you kind of glaze over, you think, oh, okay, that's kind of nice. <laughs> well, actually, we read no, it. How many times did you read it? I know. Until you experience it, you're like, uh-oh, so, uh, I know what that so means. So it's actually the solution. Mm-hmm. So when you enacted that and you did that, you actually did the word of God. Amen. It actually brought freedom. Amen. It it took the bitterness, it took oh, the hatred, yeah. it hurt the it was awesome. um, um, the anger, the frustration, all the emotions that you could you know consider, uh, and it and it basically it melted them away, and, and, and it, it helped it, the heart condition. It allowed for compassion and empathy mm-hmm. and understanding right. and love, you know, towards people that that broke my life in half, you know, right. and, and, and I just, I, so you here's know, the, to, to your point. So God then at that moment allows you to see the person and where they came from and the hurt that they've experienced in their life, Amen. because you can't have compassion for someone and empathy for someone. If you don't have the heart of God, Amen. which is what we're ultimately after here, Amen. you can't, but if you stay in the flesh and you and you basically say, I want my pound of flesh. I want my revenge. I want my, you know, retribution for what happened to me. You're never going to experience that, and you're never going to have the compassion and empathy that God has toward you because God sees that person, sees your spouse much differently than how you may <laughs> see them oh, when, yeah. when you've been wrong. Oh yeah. And so He wants to give you His perspective about your spouse, a friend, whomever. But we're talking about spouses and marriages. He wants to give you his perspective about that. And when you have that, then all of those 
raw emotions and all of that struggle that you have felt for years or months or whatever the time period is, it just melts away and it gives you a whole new outlook on your relationship Amen. and your spouse. So, so it's let's amazing. Just stop here. It's 1130 and I just need to talk to you about, do we do finish up next week? Do we end here? Because it was a big, heavy forgiveness and unforgiveness is, you know, a, a lot. Bit, it's a big thing. Um, <clears throat> yeah. What do you, what do you think? Um, you guys got to have to promise to come back in for part yeah, two. Yeah, we want you to come back because... Historically, part twos don't get a lot of views. Yeah. But this this is going to take a long time, I think, let's, to get through. Let's just wrap up a little bit here on this forgiveness piece. Okay. And, um, and then On the we'll, fly. Look, how we're working on the fly. So we'll pick up with the rest of this next week. Yeah, I think and that's so, a good, good um, idea. Please, you, you're, you're going to want to hear the next three, uh, the three things, the three the three ways, the three steps that you can love your spouse from your whole heart. But so, you know, to, to elaborate a little, forgiveness is such a huge it's thing. It's huge. And that's why I think we just spent so much time on it because well, it's, it's the foundation. It. <laughs> yeah, it's the foundation because yeah. you've got to get that right before these other three that we talk about next week are really going to be able to go into full effect. Yeah. I think the one thing, if, if, if we're just going on the fly right now, the one thing that I struggle with most with forgiving you and probably mm -hmm. you forgiving me and things that I've done is that initially before I really understood what forgiveness was, mm -hmm. um, I, for me, I thought that if I forgave you, that meant that what happened was okay. Right. And I think that's happens for a lot of people because mm -hmm. when I'm talking it's and true. counseling with people, you know, and they, and, and I talk, we talk about forgiveness and they're like, but did you not just hear me tell you what happened? And I said, I heard every word. I did, but but it doesn't. So forgiveness doesn't mean that what happened to you was okay. It's still not okay. Right. What happened to you and what you lived through is still not okay. And it doesn't make forgiving that person doesn't make uh, make it okay. And and that it you're not saying, you know, you get a free pass because you know, it, it's not that at all. What that does is it it, it breaks that chain. Uh, that connects you to the person that offended you. Mm -hmm. I mean, hopefully, you know, that person is remorseful and, you know, seeking forgiveness. Um, but that doesn't always, that's not always the case. But if I can say yeah, something, forgiveness, forgiveness is for you. Amen. You may think that, you know, by withholding forgiveness, you're, you're putting them in a place of punishment. That's good. That's good. And you that, know, that's you're going to hold them that's in, what I felt. In, in basically in bondage yeah. until... Yeah. You get to see what you want to see, or they've paid enough. Now, now they've done enough that I can forgive them. Yeah. When God's saying in that scripture in Matthew chapter 18, no, you need to forgive your brother from your heart. I know, we know what hard things are in marriage. We know we've experienced it. We've lived it. And I'm telling you that when you put that circumstance situation and compare that to what Jesus did on the cross, he came and he forgave us even while we were still sinners. And so when you, again, it's hard. I know it's hard. Don't, please don't hear me. We know it's hard, but I'm telling you, if you want the torment, the, the emotional struggle, the, the physical challenges, everything that Donna talked about that she's experienced in her life early on when we were coming through hard things, um, it's for you. Forgiveness is for you. And you're not going to feel like it in the moment. She'll tell Donna will tell you that. Mm -hmm. You're not going to feel like it, but you have to choose it. You have to choose forgiveness because when you choose forgiveness, 
then life comes back in. Mm-hmm. The things that were dead in your heart will come back Amen. to life. God Amen. will heal. Even better. He will heal the hurt. And then, that, and then the other thing, the instruction that you told everybody today was, as you bless those who persecute you, That's as key. you That's pray key. for those who have hurt you, then your heart is changing and God gives you a new perspective Amen. about your spouse that you didn't have before. Because now... Even though it doesn't make it okay, as you said, exactly. it does not. Decisions that we make that hurt our spouse are not okay. But when you are willing to forgive from your heart, God will bring healing Amen. into your heart. Thank you, Lord. And He will restore your relationship back to what it was intended to be from the very beginning of your relationship. And so that's that's a powerful that's thing. powerful. It's so powerful. Forgiveness is so powerful. And, you know, the other thing is um, when you when you are withholding, you know, unforgiveness, say, you know, it can be your spouse. Well, let's say it's somebody else. Say it's a coworker or whatever, you know, uh, another f- close friend. Here's what happens um, is that that bitterness, that anger, that whatever is going to come out of your mouth. Yes. And it's going to come out of your mouth to the people that are closest to you. Oh, yeah. And so, um, you know, if, if I had unforgiveness towards someone, Donna's going to see that on me. And yep. she's going to say, hey, you need to forgive this person because it's coming out of your mouth yeah. all the time. Yeah. So it, it affects the people closest around you. So one is it may not be towards your spouse. It may be towards someone else. But at the end of the day, you're still affecting your family if you don't forgive another person from your heart. That's right. You've got to let that go. It's just poison to your heart. I would challenge you today. Um, if you think of your spouse or your children or your friends and, and there is a, mm, you know, check in your spirit. <laughs> I like that. Mm, There's a, mm. Mm. Uh, that's kind of how I would explain it. Mm. Uh, I would, I would challenge you to, to check your heart to yeah. see if, what is it? Because you've got, you're holding on to something. You're offended about something and offense equals unforgiveness. Yeah. And so there's just, it, it doesn't have to, it's not hard. The Lord, the the God and the book, they don't make the Bible. They don't make it, things hard for us. It's actually simple. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would I would encourage you out loud to say, you know, Lord, would you bless mm-hmm. this person? Please, yeah. please let them know you. If they don't know you, let them come to you. Put somebody in their heart, God, that will just direct them towards you, Jesus. Yeah. It's just things like that. You know, bless, I, I, I pray uh, health. And life into their marriage. I pray health and life over their their family and their children. It's things like that that you would just, I mean, I'm getting all goosebumpy about yeah. it because I just love praying blessings over people. And God hears that. He, he like perks up, yeah. you know, when, when we start blessing those people who persecute us, blessing those people who curse us. And it doesn't mean that I have to have that person as a best friend or even in my life. You know, it doesn't mean that at all. But what that means is I'm going to be a source of blessing in their life. They don't ever have to know it. They don't ever have to know that I'm blessing them. But boy, do I pray that they feel God's love and his acceptance in their life. But doesn't that also equate for you that you bring, you get another level of freedom? Absolutely. You're, I'm you're not bogged of, down with, exactly. you know. You're not, you're not like thinking about mm-mm, a person. Like if, mm-mm. you know, you wake up in the morning, you're thinking about this person is like what you did. Mm. <laughs> mm, that, they, they really irritate me. Okay. Like, I, yeah, I, I, difficult what they did person. To me, don't ooh, want to deal with that. Mm, right. I just want to get them. 
You know, if that's how you are, <laughs> that's going to just rule and reign over your life, yep. right? Your Amen. master now becomes unforgiveness Amen. and bitterness and anger and rage, whatever, you know, adjective you want to throw in there as far as describing, you know, your emotion and how you're feeling. That's going to be your master. And that's not, that's not who's supposed to be our master. Nope. Our master is supposed to be joy. The joy of the Lord is our, is strength. our strength. Yes. And so that's who and what our master should be. It's Amen. the joy of the Lord. Amen. He's the one that brings it to us. Yeah, so that Amen. was just step one. So <laughs> hey, we're going to pick can up Can you tell steps. we're passionate about yeah. forgiveness? <laughs> yeah, so steps two through four we'll get next yeah. week. But yeah. I, here's Thank what you I for want, your patience. Here's what I want you to do, honey, because... Okay. I think there's just an anointing on you to help people deal with this sure. forgiveness issue. The, the, the presence of God um, is, is, is on my wife to pray over you right now. Mm -hmm. And I want her to do that because she's come through some very hard things in our life and marriage. And I know by the words that she prays right now, it's going to have breakthrough for you. If you'll mm -hmm. just grab a hold of what she's going to pray and say, no, that's for me. I can, I can do this. I can let go. The God, God's going to give me strength uh, through this prayer and believing on this thing that I can be free in the name of Jesus. Amen. And you can be because he paid a great price for you to have freedom. So Donna, would yep. you pray for mm -hmm. everybody out there? Yes. Father, I come to you right now on behalf of everyone that's watching or listening or will be watching or listening in the future, God. I pray, Lord, that your very presence would just envelop their hearts, God. Soften their hearts of stone. If if those out there listening and watching are dealing with unforgiveness today, God, I ask for you to just bring them to remembrance, God. As your word says, bring them to remembrance of all that you have done because how can we, how can we stand in judgment and unforgiveness of someone and, and still, and not pay attention to what you have done mm -hmm. by sending your son to die for our sins? Thank you, Lord. God, if there's anyone out there that is struggling right now, Lord, touch them, touch them with your hand, reach down into the very pit of their soul, Lord, and pull out everything that is not of you. Help them to see, Lord, your plan and purpose for their life and that how unforgiveness is just holding them back. It's just, yes. it's just holding them back, God. So we pray freedom over those people who are struggling here today. We pray a humbling of them, God, bring them to their knees in confession and repentance. God, if those, if there's someone out there today that is needing a releasing of the tormentors, they've done all the things that, that they feel they, that you're asking them to do. I pray right now, Lord, that you would release the tormentors over their life right now in Jesus name. I thank you, God, for those that are seeking and wanting to know how to live free from unforgiveness. Lord, help them to uh, understand and, and, and know, Lord, your plan is for them to live totally free. They don't have to be bogged down with, with what's happened to them and how they're going to get somebody or to pay somebody back, Lord. I just thank you, Lord, that your peace reigns over their life right now in Jesus' name. And if there's anyone out there that doesn't know you, God, I pray that they, they seek you, that they call on Jesus, call on your yes. name, Jesus right now to enter into their life, to be Lord and Savior of their life. I pray a courage and a boldness into those that are stepping into what we talked about today. Steady their frames, Lord. Let them feel your presence about them. Give them a calmness 
and a peace in their heart and in their mind in, um, in the midst of the storm, like you did for me, God, because you did it for me, you're going to do it for them. Amen. You brought freedom beyond whatever anything that I could ever imagine or think, and I want that for your people. And so I pray freedom, freedom, freedom over each and every one of you listening to this broadcast or will be in the future. You don't have to live like this. You don't have to be tormented. You don't have to be attacked every day because freedom awaits you. Call on the name of the Lord Jesus as your Savior and Lord of your life and allow Holy Spirit to guide you through the forgiveness process. We thank you, Lord. Thank you for those that are seeking this out. Thank you for those that are wanting uh, better marriages and, and free marriages. Thank you, Lord, that you offer forgiveness to those who call you Lord. So Lord, just wrap your wings of refuge around them, strengthen their frame, let them hold on to the joy of the Lord is my strength. And we pray all these things in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Well, hey, God bless you guys. Thanks for joining us today. Um, we look forward to coming back next week and finishing off this particular teaching. Yes. And I know you're going to be blessed by it. And so God bless you. We love you so much. See you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening today. Catch all of our podcasts at RevivalNow.com. And send us your Marriage Minute questions at marriageminute at revivalnow.com.